Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you. Is that theme song, Lonnie? Mark the man did that for us. I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's getting better every week. Oh, mate, love listening to it every time. Every time I hear it, oh, gets me ready for that episode. <laughs> now, Lonnie, this is a podcast, isn't it? It sure is. Oh, you want to run me down what it's about, man? <laughs> I'll run you right down, Dylan. Okay. This is called I Miss You, Man. Mm-hmm. We, every week, you and I, Dylan and Lonnie, mm. get together because we miss each other. Yeah. We want to get back in touch with each other. And so what we want to do is hold each other's hands and take each other through <laughs> a <laughs> a journey through life, pop culture, and everything in between. Oh, really? Okay. Now I know. So. You never have to ask again. <laughs> well, I'll probably ask next week, eh? Okay. That's all right. <laughs> now, Lonnie, a uh, bit of a throwback this episode, a uh, bit of a throwback to our Sean Michaels podcast. Mm-hmm. Professional wrestler Shawn Michaels. Uh, in that one, we looked at some matches throughout his career. And what was your favourite match of that one, Lonnie? No contest. It was the latter match. Okay, all right. You couldn't get enough of it, mate. <laughs> I really couldn't. Couldn't stop mentioning it. So much so that you asked me to curate some ladder matches for you, didn't you? I did. This one, I've asked a lot of you this week, actually. I asked you to get the no. six. I didn't say six, but I asked for the best ladder matches, and you, you got the, the huge list and whittled it down to six, didn't you? I did. I did. I did. Only for you, mate. Only for you. But I did enjoy going back, watching them myself. <laughs> Bit selfish. That's all right. Um, now, disclaimer before we jump into it for this one, uh, we are only looking at ladder matches from WWE slash WWF. Mm-hmm. So for any wrestling fanatics, no TNA, no AEW, no ROH, no Japanese or Mexican promotions, etc., etc. There's a reason for this. So, A, most of the best ladder matches in history are in WWE anyway, just a fact, deal with it. And B, it's the most successful for my boy Lonnie. Mm. As we can just log him into the WWE network and he's off to the races. And Dylan, how did you actually select these though, even, for, even those parameters? There are a lot mm-hmm. of matches I found out. I looked them up. There's like been dozens of Oh, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, they, they just surged in popularity after Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon. Because there was one before that who was Shawn Michaels and Brett the Hitman Hart. Mm. It was like on a just a television program on Saturday night, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that didn't really take off. But once they had that match at WrestleMania, ooh, couldn't get enough of them. I didn't realise that when you gave me that ladder match to watch as part of the Sean Michaels episode, that I was witnessing history. Oh, mate. Yes, you were. Yeah. Yes, you were. Um, but, yeah, you asked me how I curated these ones. Basically, I picked ones that have a little bit of history, a little bit of impact, 
in the wrestling world. But also, I just pick some of my favourites too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we'll go through them in chronological order. Mm-hmm. If that sounds good to you. Yeah, okay, okay. Have you got any questions or things you found out on your own, Lonnie? You throw them in there, mate. You feel free. Okay. I've got a few questions, actually. I looked up Off the bat? Oh, no, just in general, as we go through, I've I've got notes and I've got some questions highlighted. Um, Mm -hmm. And some of the people I hadn't heard of before, and then I've just... I need you to give me some background on them. Oh, mate, absolutely. Can do. No worries at all. Terrific. Well... Anyway, we'll say our first match, and if you've got any questions, throw them out. Mm-hmm. So, first match we're looking at is WrestleMania 2000. We've got the Hardy Boys versus Edge and Christian versus the Dudley Boys in a triangle ladder match for the tag team titles. This one was chaotic for me, Dylan. <laughs> um, before we get into the actual match, though, I know you, yeah. gave, you gave me timestamps to watch. In this one, mm. I, um, I got a little bit... I was you know, scrolling through and I got a little bit before the match started. Did, do you remember the bit that happened before that, Dylan? Uh, is this with the Dudleys backstage doing an interview? No, that... it was just a naked lady, Dylan. Oh, no. <laughs> I tried to avoid that for you, mate. <laughs> I tried to protect my little eyes and appreciate this, but I saw it anyway. And, oh, no. And they were doing like a bit of an Austin Powers style comedy gag where like, she turns around and she, there's water bottles covering all the bits and pieces. Oh, uh, yeah, with Mae Young. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Um, like, yeah. that was just the peak, peak of comedy back then, wasn't it? Having something covering some with naughty bits. <laughs> that slightly resembles those naughty bits, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, I say it peaked back then. I think it's still funny, so. Oh, mate. Austin Powers was the peak of it. I think that's comedy gold yeah. right there. Um, we love our Austin Powers, don't we, Lonnie? We do. We, we, we talk about him a lot. More than we probably think we would <laughs> talk about Austin Powers. <laughs> every day, I mean, we, we mention him. <laughs> At least a gif every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yes, but anyway, it's not on the Austin Powers, Powers podcast. No, yes. no, it might be eventually. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, so you thought it was a bit chaotic, mate? I did. Um, when it started off... You know, just the shot of the ladder made me excited. Um, mm-hmm. Then as it went on, it was a bit difficult to keep track of who. And also, I don't know who these guys are, so, you know. Sure. Um, the, the Dudleys, Dylan. Um, <laughs> yeah. My note here is yeah. that the Dudleys are odd boys. Is that a fair enough statement? Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they came from a, uh, a hardcore promotion called ECW before mm-hmm. they got to re- uh, WWE, rather. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, blood and guts promotion, like lots of barbed wire and, you know, glass and tables and, you know, all that rough stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're definitely a couple of hardcore boys. So this fit right into their wheelhouse. Their gimmick is that they like to put people through tables, sort of. Yeah, so they're the, did they start that or is that just something they've perfected, the table stuff? No, just perfected. They're most well known for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. And the Hardys. The kind of like punk rocker Marilyn Manson sort of <laughs> thing, is that right? Yeah, pretty much at this time. They're just the cool boys. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it's Matt Hardy's gone on. He's a, they're both legends, Matt and Jeff, but Jeff is a bit of a drug addict throughout his career, mm, on and off. Okay. So, no good, no good. But, 
you know, he still put on some entertaining matches. So what more can you ask of him? Exactly. And I also noticed that the, I don't know, this sounds bad, but the white Dudley, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the name. I'm sorry. Bubba. Bubba. Bubba Ray. Um, yeah. He's a bit of a bigger guy. He's carrying a bit yeah. of weight, which is not something I've seen already on the wrestling that I've watched, which is not much. Um, mm. Is that, that that very common to have guys who are a bit bigger in the wrestle world? It's, yeah, it's not uncommon. There's a, there's been a few of them, and there's definitely more so nowadays. Okay. But then, no, uh, there was a few back then. There was someone called uh, Viscera or Big Daddy V. He was 500 pounds, mate. Oh, great. Okay, jeez. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I just... He wasn't great. Okay. I thought it was cool to have, you know, have someone outside of the, the mould of other wrestlers I've seen already. Um, oh, definitely, definitely. And he's athletic enough to do it, so more mm-hmm. power to him. Yeah. No, it's great stuff. Um, it can get a little... <clears throat> when there's more than two participants in a ladder match, it can turn into a bit of... Uh, we'll lie down for about probably seven minutes while the others do your thing, yeah. you know? <laughs> Um, I've noticed that in a lot of wrestling, actually, is that the guys, they come out and they're really keen to get going and they're revving up the crowd and stuff. And then they get like two hits and all of a sudden they're staggering around <laughs> in there, you know. But I guess they have, they've jumped off the, the top of the ring or something and, of course, that no, it's going to affect them. But is it a little bit about like, extending the drama and making it all... Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's all part of the, the um, presentation, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But no, good stuff. Um, I like that there was a bit where they put like two ladders in the middle of the ring mm. and then they like put a table on top of that between the two ladders. I yeah, thought that was right. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and for those who don't know, the object of a ladder match is to climb the ladder and usually grab the title at the top. Sometimes it's some other things, isn't it, Lonnie? But we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, another bit I liked to Jeff Hardy in like the, the ramp way, the entrance way, he did a swanton bomb to Bubba through a table. So basically just did a flip and landed on him. Thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I've written that here. There's a, a ladder under ladder and then there's a bomb onto a ladder, which is pretty amazing. <laughs> um, mm. there's, was there one stage like a double, um, suplex off the ladder as well, if I recall correctly? Yes, yes, there was, I believe. I think Devon was involved in that, yeah. I think. And lots of sandwiching yeah, between think. ladders because there's obviously, <laughs> if there's more than one person, you can do a bit more creative with some of the things you do with the ladder, which is yeah, interesting. Exactly, a bit, bit of fun. I think Edge and Christian do that at one point because they were known for basically getting two steel chairs and basically smashing someone's head in between them. Like yeah. they both take a whack at, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was rough stuff in the... <laughs> Late 90s, early 2000s. But that's what they were known for. And then they did it with the ladders, so that was pretty cool. Mm. Um, but fun fact, Lonnie. Mm. Fun fact. Okay. It's fun. Get excited. Early on's a fun fact. All right. Okay. <laughs> this match has my favourite wrestler of all time in it. Oh, my God. Can you guess who it is? Um, you get one guess. Is it Edge? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's my boy. I don't know if you mentioned that before, but he's in another match later on, and I was like, wow, this guy is just like the dictionary definition of a wrestler. Oh, yeah, mate. Just like tried and true. Perfection in a wrestler, from what I've seen. 
Yeah, no, basically. I think he's in three of these. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bit biased, but, you know, that's all right. Well, you got to do what you um, do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, who wins it? Edge and Christian. Yeah, did that come a bit out of nowhere for you? It did. They didn't seem to do much, did they? They kind of <laughs> just climbed and won. Yeah. But, um, I mean, that's, but that's all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, is what it is. Um, but, fun fact, this match led to the creation of the TLC match, which is short for tables, ladders, and chairs match. Ah, nice. Which, in my opinion, Lonnie, mm-hmm. is the stupidest match type. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's already no disqualification in a ladder match, so no one's stopping you going to get tables and chairs anyway, mm. evidently, in this match. Yeah, yeah, true. And how you win a TLC match mm. is you just climb the ladder to get whatever the prize is. So, same as, as a ladder match. Right. Is it, yeah, just like foregrounding that, hey, they're going to be also, yeah, tables and chairs in this ladder match? I mean, I guess, but why not just make that a surprise in normal ladder matches? Yeah, that seems redundant, doesn't it? It does. It is. It's very redundant. <laughs> I don't know if they've changed the rules since that in ladder matches you can only lose, use ladders or something, but not that I know of anyway. I mean, that makes sense. So, yeah, to... pointless match time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one last thing about this match that I quite liked at one stage, I can't remember who it was now, but um, somebody was doing like a Three Stooges move with the ladder, like just swinging it around and then hitting people... Like behind them, with the uh, yeah, yeah. Puts it like yeah on their shoulders, yeah, yeah and exactly. then just starts spinning around. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Jeez, I can't remember who that was either. I, th- I want to say it was Baba. Is either Baba or Devon? I think. Yeah, no, I could be wrong though. No, great stuff. That was um, you could use that in a move in the video games at one point. <laughs> oh, nice, fun to do. <laughs> no, good match. Good match. Yeah. Uh, how many stars do you give it, Lonnie? Because um, it's one of the things in the wrestling world. You rate five stars, five up to stars. five stars. Yeah. I might give um, I'll give that one a three. Okay. Okay. I'll give it four. Okay. Because my boy's in it. <laughs> Love <All right>. you. <laughs> Old Edge. Now, next match, Lonnie, mm. is the Royal Rumble 2001. We have Chris Benoit versus Chris Jericho for the Intercontinental Championship in, how do you guess it, a ladder match. Yes. Uh, any questions off the bat before we go into the match specifically? Um, I noticed like straight up that it was less chaotic. Um, mm-hmm. with two guys. Yep. Um, but not necessarily better or worse, just, you know, it's a bit easier to track who's who and what they're doing if there's only two in the ring. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I just had a, also had a question. You know, yeah. These guys were wearing like tights and no shirt, and they also yeah. they're, they're shaved and, and waxed to have no body hair. Like that's yeah. the style of the time, clearly. But do you have guys yeah. who come out wearing shirts? Or do they have, like, even these days, do they have body hair and stuff, or is that just sort of not the done thing anymore? Uh, I mean, if you're shirtless, it's generally that you. Uh, hairless, mm-hmm. so I assume like wax and shave. Um, there's some odd guys that just have body hair, but they'll go with that if they're kind of like a wilder character or you know, that sort of thing. Okay, but you do get a lot of um shirt wearing and 
and tops in some cases. But yeah, yeah, there's a few singlets and stuff, isn't there? So yeah, definitely. Even some people just wear straight up shirts sometimes, or shirts with cut off sleeves. That's a that's a favourite. A lot okay. of people like to do that. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, this one I, I thought it was pretty good, and I don't know if I mentioned it here. I mentioned it um, in a later match that you you gave me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we mentioned Chris Benoit last time, and that whole saga and story and how mm. depressing it is. Yeah. And like, it'd be depressing if he was a bad wrestler and depressing if he was a, a really good wrestler, but he seems like a really good wrestler, doesn't he? He's an amazing wrestler. Yeah. yeah or was. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to say a bit controversial to include a Chris Benoit match. Um, obviously he did an unspeakable, horrible thing later in his life that we of course do not condone, obviously. Mm. Yeah. Um, but at the time of this match, from all accounts, he was a good man. And this is one of the best matches of Chris Jericho's career, who's in my top five. And I feel that his hard work shouldn't be overlooked because of what Chris Benoit did. So that's that's why I picked it, pretty much. It's still a great match, regardless of the participants in it. Mm. But yeah, no, he was fantastic at the time, so it is a shame. But I assume you found yourself rooting for Chris Jericho in this match. Well, it's a bit easier too, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, lucky you, Lonnie, because he wins. <laughs> exactly. You know, the thing with ladders as well, I've been thinking about watching so many in a short amount of time, is that when you're fighting someone else or wrestling someone else, you can lean mm. into the fight, into the punches, lean out of them, and you can you can gauge how they're going and, and you know, sort of work it out as you go along. You can't do mm. that with the ladder. The ladder gives you no, nothing, does no. it? <laughs> It's just, no, the ladder really. doesn't care. No, not really, not really. Um, yeah, yeah, they were a bit rough in it in this match. But there's a couple of cool things that they did. Like um, he, Chris Jericho does his finisher on top of the ladder to Chris Benoit. Like mm. he's um, grabbing his legs and wrenching him back on the top of the ladder. That was a cool moment, that one. Uh, apparently, Jericho has also said that there's a spot at the end. I think this is how he wins. Uh, he like traps Chris Benoit underneath the ladder while he's climbing it. Mm. At one point, apparently he invented that spot. He said, "So oh, cool, good on him." Yeah. Is that where um, Benoit he was trapped on the ladder and then he like toppled it over himself? Okay, yeah, he might not have won with it, but yeah, no, I do remember he does that at one point. He like pushed yeah. it up, right? Yeah, mm. yeah, it's pretty cool. No, great stuff, mate. Great stuff. Also, Chris Jericho's nickname Y two J. Great nickname. Fantastic. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. He got that because he debuted in like the end of 99. Okay. Um, and for months they had this like countdown clock that was just random. No one knew what it was about. And then when it counted down to zero, that's when he made his debut. Pretty cool stuff. Fantastic. Love Chris Jericho, mate. He's in AEW at the moment, my boy. Oh, mm. really? Wow. Love him. Yeah. Absolutely. First AEW champion. Jeez. Um, yeah. I had a question that was prompted by this one. I'm not sure exactly what happened. It might have been mm-hmm. when there was like a, I think there was a Superman dive out of the ring and there was a chair thrown in the face straight up. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty hectic. That was to Chris Benoit, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So, Dylan, would you let mm. your child be a wrestler? <laughs> if it's what he wanted to do. You wouldn't stand in their way? No, I have no right to do that. It's his life. He can make the decisions he wants to. Yeah, I mean, 
It's fair enough, but I, I don't know. Would I do that for my kid? I'm not sure, Dylan. Well, keep in mind, they chair shots against the head and stuff like that is no longer yeah. allowed okay. in wrestling because that's partially why Chris Benoit did what he did because he had taken so many hits like that over the mm. years and it had like countless concussions and that. So mm. it is a bit safer nowadays if that helps sway your opinion. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a problem in the future, but I also think about just like regular full contact sport. We're learning more mm. and more about concussion and and the dangers of, of that. And it's, you know, the lifestyle of being a professional athlete and all that sort of stuff. I'd, that's a different mm. story as opposed to would you let your child do a full contact sport? But I mean, on the one hand, I might say no for my kid, but then I still go watch footy and I'm enjoying watching this <laughs> wrestling, which I just, you know, know the dangers of. So is oh. that hypocritical for me to enjoy it when it's not someone, you know, that I, I know and love myself? Nah. <laughs> I mean, like what you like, mate. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting to think about. But yeah. don't stand in the way of your children's dreams, Lonnie. How dare you? Okay. <laughs> With my... Oh, I don't know, man. Oh. We'll see you one Come day. Come on, mate. What I'll do... Little Dylan Jr. If I have... Why do I call it Dylan Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> why not? If I have a kid, uh, maybe I'll let them... Not let them around Uncle Dylan when it comes to them being a wrestler time. Oh, a bit rude. <laughs> Come on, mate. I'll treat little Dylan Jr. with some respect. Okay, I know you would, but... I'll let him do what he wants. All right. Run away. Be a good you? uncle, mate. He'll go live with you and become a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's all right. You'll know where he is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. going on now. <laughs> anyway, good match. <laughs> um, and, uh, three stars again for me. Yeah, I'll probably go three again. Yeah, okay. And now, next one. We got the first ever Money in the Bank ladder match, which is Chris Jericho versus Chris Benoit versus Christian versus Shelton Benjamin versus Edge. Versus Kane at WrestleMania 21 in a ladder match. And for those who don't know, Money in the Bank is when there's a briefcase suspended above the ring. And if you're the man that gets it in the end of the ladder match, uh, you have the right to challenge for a championship title whenever you want. High stakes, isn't it? Oh, mate. It's basically kick-starting careers winning the Money in the Bank ladder match. What do you reckon, Lonnie? What do you reckon of this? Any questions off the bat? Um, my first note, which I don't really remember writing, mm. is Jericho's pants. <laughs> I'm thinking... <laughs> okay. <laughs> they're, um, they're pretty amazing. They're, like, pretty artistic and um, colourful, if I recall. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, they obviously caught your eye. Fair enough, <laughs> fair enough. Um, tell, me more good. About, tell me more about Kane, Dylan. Kane, yeah. he's the devil's favourite demon, Lonnie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, he's the Undertaker's brother. Uh, yeah, he's got supernatural powers. He's from hell, Lonnie. Okay. <laughs> he reminded me of the big baby from last year. Do you remember the big baby? The <laughs> No. 
big baby that was going around Twitter and, and TikTok. No, no, I didn't. I'm not on Twitter and I'm not on TikTok, so... <laughs> well, that's good. Good to know. Thank you. I couldn't have gathered that from the information you provided me. His name was Gavin. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I just think when, when Gavin grows up, he might look a bit like Kane, or when Kane was a kid, maybe he looked like Gavin. Oh, probably. Probably. Mm. Um, fun fact, Kane's now the mayor of a town in America. Oh, really? Jeez. <laughs> Is it? He's very smart. Is it the town that has like a portal to hell or something? <laughs> probably, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> um, as I recall in this episode, in this episode, this ladder match, um, there was one point where they were all ladders and they were all grappling each mm-hmm. other, like mm-hmm. all up in the air. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. When they were all going for it at once, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good, good money shot that one. I think that's pretty cool. In this one, they were having ladders on fire as well. Maybe that was just <laughs> at the beginning, I think. Oh, yeah, that was, that was Kane. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's powers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mate, he's supernatural powers. You, use your brain, mate. Come on. <laughs> um, again, I think this one, like, it's a bit more chaotic and harder to follow with other people. But yeah. This one was cool. Maybe, I guess, because they're all going for the one thing. The last one, they mm. tag teams, which are. If you don't know the teams, it's a bit hard to know who's who. So, yeah, this one was cool. Um, yeah, you didn't have to keep track good. of who was who was helping who and yeah. and all that. Everyone's yeah. just in it for themselves. Yeah. You like Ben Wire again, mate? It's just don't know much about wrestling. His performance but, was good. Yeah, his performance, obviously, not. Mate, of course, yeah, he was one of the best. We talked last time about trying to separate everything, you know, what people do and the artistic I think leave behind. So it's yeah. a it's a touch easier with. Chris Benoit as opposed to others because from all accounts, he was the best guy during most of his life. So mm. you can look back on this and you don't feel any guilt as to what he might have been doing around the time, if you know what I mean. If you put your mm. like mindset in the time itself, it's a bit easier to digest, but yeah, still a bit tough. Yeah. 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 But no, nah, great stuff. And uh, who wins in the end? My boy. <laughs> Edge, mate. Edge. Um, yeah, mate, yeah. I do like him, though. Person. Don't know much about him, but I like him, Dylan. Oh, mate, the rated R superstar. He had live sex on Raw one time. <laughs> I've got a question about that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find out about that? Because I, I was enjoying him. I was like, Edge, yeah, okay, cool. I'll look into him. And then that came up. I was like, oh, radio. Might have to ask Dylan for context on that one. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> You can ask. I'll try and provide it, but there wasn't much to it in the first place. What's the story? What's happening? Who was it with? What was the storyline? What's the well? It was with his on-screen and real girlfriend at the time, Lita. Okay. Um, he had just cashed in Money in the Bank the night beforehand and won his first world title, and he was like, "How am I going to celebrate? I'm going to have sex live on the air on Raw." Okay. That's pretty much the context, Lonnie. And then it happened, did it? Uh, I think that was starting, and then John Cena comes out and starts bashing him. But right, was there? That, yeah, no. Lady was actually naked under the the bed there. Awkward oh, yeah. stuff. Were there repercussions yeah. for this or what? What do you mean? I would like to the other wrestlers get mad and come out and fight him and stuff. Like, yeah, John Cena did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. 
He interrupted him. He cock-blocked him, Lonnie. Bit rude. <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah, no, nah, not on, not on. But no, nah, great stuff. Uh, I personally think MVP of the match was Shelton Benjamin. He's doing a lot of splashes into ladders in the corners. Uh, mm. He did a T-bone suplex to edge off the top of a ladder to the ring mat. I think he did it. Yeah. Great stuff, mate. He's yeah. very athletic. I don't know much about him. Oh, mate, he's great. Great stuff. He didn't get the recognition he deserves. He's still going, but, you know. But I think at one point, a ladder was, like, set up. It's kind of a ramp on a already standing mm. up ladder. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Sean Benjamin just runs straight up it like it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so is he a bit more of a, amazing. a journeyman of a wrestler, is he? Yeah, I mean, he's, I don't think he's won the world title, as far as I know. Yeah. And he's been around... For ages, so mm. one day, hopefully, one day might come through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and did you like the bit where Christian's bodyguard comes in and does some shenanigans? I know you were complaining a bit about people just coming in really <laughs> nearly. <laughs> I wrote that a few times here, but yeah, I don't, I don't appreciate when someone just comes in out of nowhere. Except for the custody one, we're getting to next. That was kind of fun. <laughs> You don't appreciate it, but it's no disqualification. I guess so. What's stopping us going up there, and, Dylan, then? Like, why don't we go up there and just get... Well, we're not participants. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. He was only helping Christian, like when he puts him on his shoulders and climbs the ladder for him. I thought that was funny. <laughs> That's pretty good. Come on. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, Edge basically wins out of nowhere. Again, cheeky boy. Well, he's good, Dylan. He's good. Mate, he's great. He's great. And then, as we mentioned, Cash is in later that year on John Cena. See our, see our Twists podcast to hear more about that, yeah. eh? Yes. Yeah. That's right. That's right. What do you give this match? How many stars, Lonnie? Are we going three again, Dylan? Just because I know the one's coming up next, uh, Primo. <laughs> next one's five. Next, next one's, one's five. five, definitely. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> All right, it's the one we've been waiting for, let's be honest. So, <laughs> SummerSlam 2005, we got Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero in a ladder match for the custody of Rey's son, Dominic. Now, is this a famous one, Dylan? <laughs> Infamous. Infamous. Yeah. <laughs> now, what's the, what's the, like, the reaction in the wrestling community to this, to this match? Uh, you know, controversial. 
Okay. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, fighting over uh, the fate of a child. <laughs> it's yeah. a, bit, a bit weird. But, you know, I I like it. I honestly do. I, <laughs> I thought it was quite well done. It definitely could have been much worse. It could but have I think been they just, worse, yeah. I just think Eddie and Ray, they fully committed to it, and that's why it works, to be honest. And you know what? Dominic's a pretty good actor. Yeah. For, mm-hmm. you know not being trained, so it's good. Um, love Eddie Guerrero, one of the all-time greats. Mm, so good, so good. <laughs> um, yeah. he, he did die young. Oh, did he? Damn it. Mm. But that's all right. Anyway, what did you think of him? What were your impressions of Ray and Eddie? Well, I mentioned this um, to my friend Erica yesterday. Cause I, mm. I told her she saw my post about, you know, I'm spending my Saturday night... <laughs> Watching ladder matches, as I should. <laughs> and she was like, yeah. what's ladder match? And I had to explain it to her. Um, and she said, you know, at least they're, they're fighting for the kid, not like fighting to not have the kid. Like, that's <laughs> that'd be worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think I was trying to, like, tease out, like, is this poor taste? Like, on the face of it, of you, you, definitely you would think it's poor taste. But I think in story worlds... They treat it seriously, mm. you know. So that kind of saves it for me. Everyone involved in the in the the wrestling match is treating it with um respect, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But the fact that it's As a I wrestling said. match is perhaps the, the bad part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, just saying the match out loud <laughs> makes me laugh every time. But you know, it's it's it was really good, and it's very dramatic, obviously. Because Ray really wants to keep his son and Eddie's only doing it because he wants to piss Ray off because he can never beat Ray Mysterio. Mm. So, you know, found it quite good. And Dominic comes in at one point tries to shake the ladder when Eddie's on it oh. and it's doing nothing, but it still pisses Eddie off to jump off and start yelling at him. Just, hey, drama, pure drama. My heart couldn't take that moment, Dylan. It was... Oh. <sighs> the... How good was it? The stakes have never been higher in a ladder match, if you ask me. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's great stuff. And then there were some people coming out, weren't they? Yeah. So Again. Vicky. Mm. Don't know who that is, but she came out. Oh, it's Eddie's wife. Okay. I, I kind of yeah, pissed that together, but... Yeah, sure. She was just like, and here's Vicky. Like, okay, here's Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, that was great. I mean, she basically stopped Eddie from winning. It's, mm. man, so so dramatic. So dramatic. Just tugs at the heartstrings. Like, is um, this worse than like a movie having a storyline about um, custody, like marriage story or something like that? Like, no. <laughs> okay. Because <More, laughs> my point is like, if you take something that is in real life a very serious and um, I don't know, it's an awful scenario to be in, you know. Oh, of course. Divorce and child custody and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, is yeah. It, is it just putting that in any sort of fictional landscape? Is that in and of itself um, a morally you know, incorrect thing to do? I don't think so because I think it's more mm. about how you dare handle it, you know? And this one handles it pretty well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. No, I love this match. I would give it. Five stars, to be honest. Yeah. Has everything I love in wrestling. Let's put it that way. 
It's got the drama. It's got the action. It's got the great characters. Just perfection. It's got ladders. <laughs> it does. It does have ladders. You're right. Yeah. So that does it for you, doesn't it? Uh, I've got a quote here, and I'm guessing it's from Rey Mysterio. I can't. I just wrote it down. As I was <laughs> My boy. I'm climbing yeah. this ladder for every man who loves his son. <laughs> mm. That's it's right. It's true. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, good stuff. Oh, and you said you loved that video package beforehand, mate, didn't you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I don't think you can make a parody of that. You know, it, no. it had to be there in, what year was it? 2000 and mid-2000s? Five. Yeah. 2005, yeah. yeah. And just all of the editing choices and music and graphics, <laughs> like, it was just, could not be perfected, you know? No, I love it. I love wrestling video packages. They're just mint every time. So good. They either get you pumped for the match or get you laughing. Yeah. <laughs> this one's a bit of both. Yeah, yeah. bit of both. Uh, I um, think of Dominic's outfit as well. I just thought it was just golden mid-2000s tough kid with the... Yeah, basically. The chain and Bleach the baggy shirt and... Tipped hair. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, mate. Yeah. No, he's a good kid, old Dominic. He wrestles now in WWE. Oh, does he really? Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Him and Ray. Yeah, Ray's still going. And it, he's still um, but I got a fun line, is he? So, like, he's carried on from this? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he fights through his own custody now in ladder matches. Oh, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I got a fun fact for you on this one, too. Mm-hmm. So when Ray initially asked Dominic about him being part of the storyline, um, Dominic didn't really want to because oh. he didn't really like being in front of cameras and that sort of thing. Um, but then Ray mentioned that he'd be paid for it. Then he agreed. Because <laughs> he said, end quote, I wanted lots of toys. Yeah. Fair. Can't blame him. So do I, man. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. No, great stuff. I said five stars. What will you give it, Lonnie? I'm going to five stars too. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. With um, Glad some reservations about maybe the the content of the match. Well, I mean, it hasn't been done since, so yeah, okay. that I'm aware of anyway. So sure. They handled it as best they could. Don't do it anymore, though. Yeah, probably. Basically. Like, if you have to do it, they did it well, but you don't have to, so... <laughs> Maybe don't. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Great stuff. Now, next one. Our boy's back, Horny. He definitely is. I was, I was happy to see him, Dylan. Mate, Sean Michaels. We got Sean Michaels right here versus Chris Jericho in a ladder match for the World Heavyweight Championship at No Mercy 2008. Now, is No Mercy just like a pay per view event, is it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> what did you think it was? A stipulation of matches? No, I, I was just working out what what all these matches are called. Some of them have names. Some of them, something you can work out. Yeah. You know. Okay. Fair enough. No, they're just the the pay per view events that they're at. Yeah. They got some great ones. Next one's Judgment Day. I think. I oh, know. It's not, but there's a Judgment Day pay-per-view. <laughs> there's also Armageddon. It's great stuff all around, mate. Love it. Love to hear but, it. Oh, yeah, mate. Now, this one, 
as I mentioned, our boy's back, old Sean Michaels, and you, you love seeing him again. I did. I feel like he's our wrestler, Dylan. <laughs> our combined favourite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. I'm glad I got to show you this one because I nearly put it in the uh, Sean Michaels podcast. Because mm. I, I love both of them. I love Sean and Chris Jericho. Both in my top five all time. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Chris Jericho, when tossing up between his favourite matches of all time, he always mentions this one. Really? He really loves it, he says. Yeah, yeah. Because he grew up as like a Shawn Michaels fan. Shawn Michaels was his favourite wrestler ever, so... Bit of bias, but, you know, that's all right. It's Chris Jericho. Let him get away with it. <laughs> so what do you think of the match overall? I thought it was pretty classic. Mm. I think it had everything that you want in a wrestling match. Absolutely. And in a ladder match in general. Yeah, totally. You know... I don't think Sean's won many matches that I've seen, the ones you've, you've asked me to watch him. <laughs> but he still, he always puts in 110%, doesn't he? Absolutely, mate, absolutely. He's not known for being a, a winner a lot. Okay. But bloody hell, he just puts on the best matches of the show every time, really. He's a competitor, for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, now, I want to draw attention, there's a part... And it doesn't look that rough, but there's a part where I think the ladder's like in between the ropes and Chris Jericho's got it. He's holding it in the ring. Sean's outside holding it outside the ring. And Sean like kind of knocks it into Chris Jericho's face mm. at one point. Um, that knocked out like four of Jericho's teeth. Fuck, jeez, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. um, he, he watched it back on... Uh, on a podcast and he's like, oh yeah, okay, this is the bit. I'm spitting out four teeth right now after this, oh, <laughs> after the mat. <laughs> yeah. And you can see it after he's done. He's got like chipped teeth and that when he's smiling up the ramp and that. Did they put him back in? I think he's got like false teeth now. Yeah. I think that's all you can do, really. Look, yeah. yeah, exactly. But no, great stuff, mate. The only part is it doesn't look rough, so... It's a shame. <laughs> it could have at least looked great. <laughs> yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. yeah. But no, great stuff. Just classic. They're throwing each other into ladders. They're bloody throwing each other through the announcer table. Just pure wrestling, mate. Uh, I remember there's one point, I think, is when they're down actually at the announcer's table. Um, yeah. And they're, they're you know, doing their nonsense. And the ref comes over. I think it's to Sean. <laughs> and he just, like, points up at the belt. He's just like... <laughs> Get up there, mate. I mean, fair, fair point. Yeah, oh, he's on, he's on the right track. The ref, the ref, he's like, "What are you doing?" Oh, here? yeah. Just get the get the belts, but very funny. That, yeah, thought. yeah, pretty much. Um, now there's a bit at the end. It's like basically my favorite part of any ladder match ever is where they both like they've unhooked the belt and they're both holding on to one end of it and they're kind of like playing tug and war. Yeah tug of war with it that's good awesome awesome stuff bloody great visual mate pure gold and the headbutt and then yeah yeah the cheeky headbutt for the win mate he does it old chris jericho retains the world heavyweight championship but sean had it dylan he always he just had to a little bit more and he had it and god it makes him want it even more getting that close doesn't it Lonnie? well that's the question i had for you dylan at this match Mm. And, and you know, we mentioned that Sean puts in a great performance but doesn't always win. Mm. It's like 
striking the right balance there between winning and losing must be difficult for wrestlers and, and the whole you know business. Mm. Because I can imagine you know you want to win if you're a wrestler and you get an ego and you don't want to be known as a loser. But yeah. then also like when you lose, that gives you more motivation for the next one and gets the fans on your side because you know we got to watch and wait until our our fan our fan favorite gets up and actually wins. Um, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So you can't really have the heel winning fair and square most of the time. They usually have to do something dirty mm-hmm. in order to either win or retain their championships. Just so it's like, oh, mate, if he didn't do that, old buddy Sean would have won, you know, that sort of thing. That can't make the... Yeah. Exactly, exactly. You can't let the faces look too weak overall. But... um yeah, no, it's it's very hard to strike a balance, and especially because nowadays people know it's scripted and predetermined, that sort of thing. So fans can be like, oh, this isn't the right decision to have this bloke win. I would have done this, you know. Yeah. So they can be very opinionated wrestling fans. The thing I, I reckon as well is like in wrestling, there's always another match. So, you know, mm. if you lose this one, there's always another match to win next time. So I think maybe that might be yeah. something that you, if you're a wrestler... And you're like, I'm losing this week, but next week I'll win. So keep that in mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. But no, good stuff. I'd give it four stars out of five. This one? Yeah, I'll give this one four as well. Nice. Good stuff. And then our last match. My boy again, Edge. <laughs> and he's, he's versus Jeff Hardy in a ladder match for the World Heavyweight Championship at Extreme Rules 2009. Now, Lonnie. Any questions before we dive into it a bit more? Well, this is where I wrote that Edge seems like a, a real classic wrestler, like mm-hmm. the dictionary definition. And then I wanted you to explain the Raider Last Superstar, which you have, which is... <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> oh, mate. And I've um, written again here that Jeff Hardy's a bit alternate, isn't he? Yeah, they call him the, the charismatic enigma. Yeah, that's fair enough, yeah. Yeah, he's a bit bit of a out there weirdo, but that that's what that's his appeal. So you know, all good there. But nah, great stuff for this was, one. This was a huge ladder in this match, Dylan. There was, there was, and I was gonna say, fuck me, there was a lot of ladders around the ring in this match, Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there was a sale at Bunnings that weekend. They just maybe, <laughs> but like they got them all around the ring, going up the ramp. It's probably at least like twenty. Would you say? <laughs> have to be. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot. That was a lot. Um, but no, great stuff. There's a, bit, oh, there's a bit that makes me cringe. It's where Jeff Hardy opens the ladder, puts it upside down. Yes. And he drops ugh, drops edge between the racks. Ugh, no. No. On the, on like do the, that. the spreaders. The, yeah, no. Oh. I'm glad you wrote, I wrote that down too, Dylan. That was... You know, that's gonna stay with me. That one, I think. Yeah, that that gets me more than any like smacks in the head and that sort of thing. It's, that could pinch off skin. It's, no, I don't like yeah. that. As I was saying, like you can, you can know how to land. You know how to take a punch, but you, there's no real way to to make that any better. Oh yeah, no, you can't guard against that. Um, it's pretty classic ladder stuff. Like they're throwing him into ladders in the corners and that sort of thing. As you mm. said, Edge is just a classic wrestler, mate. Best of the best. Um, there's also one point I think they put... I think it's Jeff puts Edge through a ladder on the outside that's like 
and they like crack the ladder. Is that this match? I think yeah, and they yeah, and the, the commentators are like, oh, it's it's been crumpled or something. <laughs> Doesn't say crumpled, <laughs> but yeah, the ladder's destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, stuff. great stuff, great stuff. Um, got a very creative ending too, where Jeff basically like pulls Edge through the space between two steps and the ladder. He's just yeah, nothing he can do. He's just hanging in midair, trapped, flailing around. And I love that he just has to helplessly watch Jeff just take his title from him. It's yeah. fantastic. Great stuff. The drama. Mate, oh, it's what it's all about in wrestling. It's the drama, mate. Love speaking it. Of, speaking of drama, Dylan, it's a bit <gasps> rough when you win the title and someone comes in mm. and fights you, hey? Fucking isn't it just, isn't it just. So Jeff Hardy wins. It's a feel-good moment because yep. uh, he doesn't win very many world titles. Uh, and then bloody CM Punk comes out and cashes in his money in the bank. Rough stuff. I Very rude. <laughs> you were pissed? It's like if you and I do a great podcast and someone else comes in at the last minute and challenges us to another good one. We can't do that. We just put everything <laughs> no, out of the table, no. you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know... Credit to Jeff Hardy. He doesn't get beaten straight away. No. He kicks out of CM Punk's finisher at first, and CM Punk's like, what the hell just happened here, mate? What are you doing? Mm. <laughs> nah, great stuff. But, yeah, CM Punk takes that title from Jeff Hardy. That's that's the thing about the money in the bank. It can happen at any time, anywhere, Lonnie. And it can happen to anyone because CM Punk was a face at the time, so you would have thought he would have cashed in on a heel, but no. Oh, wow. Yeah, cashed in on a face. And then they went on to have like a fantastic rivalry. Because CM Punk's straight edge. Yeah. In real life. And he's like, oh, Jeff, you're a druggo, you know, this sort of thing. Mm. Fantastic rivalry. Great stuff. Great stuff all around. Uh, in this match, I'd give it a four. I think I'd give it a four as well. Four stars. I like, I like yeah. both the wrestlers and I like Edge especially, so... And I think there was some nice innovations there because it's been a while. Like it was 2009, was it? So yeah, exactly. Been doing a lot of matches for a, a bit now, and they were still finding innovations. You love that. Yeah, that's the other thing when I pick these matches too. I tried to pick ones where they had some creative stuff in them, that sort of thing. Because mm. I especially like the ending to this one. So yeah, no, good stuff all around. Good selection, Dylan. Oh mate, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. <laughs> Only you, mate. Every week in your ladder match, eh? That's every episode you do from now on, is ladder matches. Okay. Probably not. It's, good. it's like having steak every night for dinner, mate. I miss you ladders, so it's going to be cool now. Okay, great. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, any more questions or, or things you found out about ladder matches or any wrestling in general you want to go through? No, I, I think you've done. give me a great selection. I've got a bit more of a history and appreciation of ladder matches. Um, and I, I saw that they're still happening now. They're still... The Wikipedia oh, is yeah. still being added to, so that's great. Yeah, yeah. The AEW just had one at their last pay-per-view. It was great stuff. Mm. Yeah, mate. Non-stop. It'll be a classic forever, I think. I don't think people ever get tired of ladder matches. Yeah, as I said last time, I think I like the ladder match because it gives the bit of a goal. And there's like... Yeah, gives the the match a bit of a narrative, and you can see they're fighting over something in particular rather than just fighting. I think that's that's cool. But 
Also, you wouldn't want to give every match light a match. I think it might get a bit boring. It's nice when they're special and have some stakes. Yeah, exactly. I was sort of saying before, it'd be like having steak every night for dinner. You'd get sick of it after a while, even though it's great. Mm. So, But no, every once in a while, nothing hits better than a ladder match, Lonnie. Mm. Great. Now, Lonnie, what's the time for, mate? This time for our special segment, known world over, right. as Get Amongst It. Get Amongst It! And it's more I get amongst it this week, Lonnie. Lonnie, it's invincible. Come on. <laughs> We've been both of us watching it and both of us have been waiting to see who's going to pull the trigger and put it in the get amongst it, hey? Oh, I had to. I had to. <laughs> um, after after last night's episode, oh, oh my goodness. It's just so good. You haven't watched the latest episode, have you? No, I haven't. But I mm-hmm. up to date apart from that. And Terrific. You and I both haven't read the books or anything, but we were like, we'll give it a go. And yeah, I'm, I'm so glad I'm watching it and being part of it. Yeah. As you said, mate, the first episode starts off, you're like, okay, it's pretty interesting. You know, uh, superhero kid, got a superhero dad, uh, gets powers, you know, classic tried and true stuff. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but something happens at the end of that episode and you're like, holy shit, this is, this is going to hit different. And I love that it's like a, uh, it's kind of a, a send up of the genre and tropes of comic books, but it's also like celebrating them at the same time. Yeah, it's a fine line. Very isn't great it? stuff. To, to both, it, it's every every character's takeoff of a of a regular superhero character, but also their own character as well. So, yeah, it's not just a parody, absolutely, but it is it is that as well. So yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely. Like Omni Man, for example, obviously a takeoff of Superman. Mm. You know, alien from a different world comes to Earth, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But he's such a different character. Like pretty much all he shares with Superman is some basic power crossovers yeah. and a similar origin in a way. But oh, he's fantastic. <laughs> like J.K. Simmons is Omni Man. Amazing, amazing. And that's the thing: the voice cast as well is incredible. Really is. You couldn't get better, could you? <laughs> Seriously. No. No. They seem to have gone the route of like just getting like great, like normal actors for it instead mm. of like, you know, the tried and true voice actors, which is definitely a way to go. Like Walton Goggins, oh my goodness. He's incredible. His character. As a Cecil. No- yeah, yeah, it could be nothing, that character, but somehow it is. he's one of the most interesting. He's my favourite. I love Cecil. He's my favourite <laughs> character. I really didn't think he was going to be when he's first introduced. Yeah. I thought I was like, oh, you know, corporate government stooge, great. Yeah. Here we go. But no, he's amazing. Love it. No, f- fantastic show. Um, can't really get into specifics because, you know, spoilers kind of kind of ruin it for this mm. one. Yeah, I reckon just, just watch it. If you like, if you mm. have any sort of passing interest in superhero media i reckon it's worth a shot and you're kind of sick of the normal stuff mm. that's going on like <laughs> Falcon and the winter soldier <laughs> you know <laughs> nah it's a bit unfair have you watched all of that yet oh Falcon winter soldier yes i have actually not because i was really enjoying it but because i didn't want to be spoiled it and it's oh, over now okay. so that's good yeah what do you think overall overall i think it had some interesting ideas and concepts and I thought the action was fine but I just wasn't that 
into any of it. Is the army coming after you, mate? <laughs> Might be. <laughs> Kevin Feige's up there. <laughs> the fuck do you say about fucking Winter Soldier? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. But no, Invincible, get amongst it, please. Incredible show. But that'll do this week, Lonnie. We've rambled on long enough about ladders and, and superheroes and all that. Well, it's about time we told people about our socials. What? We're on the socials, Dylan. No, oh my goodness. I keep forgetting every week. <laughs> it's a nice surprise, isn't it? Oh, mate, I love it. I miss you, man, Pod. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facey. Get amongst us, please. <laughs> Hello. Uh, it'd be nice if you got in touch. Let us know what you like about the show, what you don't. Um, give us a rating and review on um, podcast apps. That'd be great. And tell a friend, please. Yeah. You can even shoot us some suggestions for topics if you want. Yeah, we'd love that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to thank Mark for our theme song. Good on you, Mark. Uh, Mark, I already thanked him up top, Lonnie. Jesus. Good on you, Hunter. Huh? A few times you want to thank the man. <laughs> I also feel right. like we are maybe don't thank our listeners enough, Dylan. So I just want to give a special shout out oh. to everyone who listens to the show. Oh, okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. You and I, we'd probably do the show if no one listened, but it's nice to think that there are people out there who are giving us a listen every week and you know, one day we'll have a bigger audience, but you know, you're here on the ground floor, so thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. You're our day ones. Exactly. And if you like my rambling thoughts about film and TV, which happens a fair bit on this show, um, I've also got another podcast called I Only Like You and Movies, which I do with Sine, uh, my partner. You might have heard her on our um, Paddington episode a few weeks ago, a few months ago now. Um, yeah, good stuff on there. Yeah, so get a yeah, that as well, please. Yeah, Sine is amazing. Be- best part of that podcast, in my opinion, 100%. Oh, my goodness. Oh, okay, Dylan. What? Well, I'm a fan. Apple. <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get on that later. Um, next week, we do, sometimes we don't know what's happening coming up next, but next week, Dylan showed me ladders and I showed him some Louis Theroux documentaries. So get ready for that, my friends. Who's that? I miss you, man. <laughs> I miss you, man. You having none of that, are you? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.